Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the talk with Micah and friends. And yes, it is me, Micah. It's definitely a pleasure being back on the radio. Actually, on last week, I took a break due to me traveling on the road to Atlanta for the Black America National Weekend. And actually, speaking of Black America, I definitely want to open up the show congratulating all the winners. Black America Junior, Alejandro Dickerson of Nassau, Bahamas. Black America Junior Miss, Akira Chanel Davenport of Dallas, Texas. Miss Black America Plus, Christian Valentino, formerly of Chicago, Illinois, now a resident of Atlanta, Georgia. Mr. Black America, Archie Bonet of Atlanta, Georgia. And Miss Black America herself, Tyra Lynn Fox of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Congrats to all of you, and I actually look forward to working with each and every one of you during your reign as the new Symbols of Excellence. Congrats also goes out to the CEO and owner himself, Mr. Benny Mosley, on a successful pageant. And I just actually want to let you know personally, you have so much to be proud of, okay? What an accomplishment. And just remember, the naysayers will also push to make the brand bigger and better, okay? Kudos to you. Now, it is time for the free and clear, free and clear, free and clear segment. Continental Plus and Miss Texas Continental Elite, I Want to Be Royal, will be held Friday, March 28th at the Saint Show Bar in San Antonio, Texas, Friday, March 28th, okay? Prize package includes flight, hotel, and entry to the Nationals, cash, crown, and sash, as well as a photo shoot with Mr. Teos Photography on March 29th, the day after the pageant. Again, Miss Illusion Continental Plus and Miss Texas Continental Elite. School Days. Black National Prince and Princess Pageant honoring Prince Diamond and Amber Vale Bonet, Amber Houston Vale Bonet, will be held Sunday, June 29, 2014 in Remington, or at Remington in Washington, D.C. Application fee $125, over $800 in cash and prizes. Registration is at 5 p.m. Pageant will be held at 8 p.m. Categories to include presentation, shades of blue and or white, sportswear, after five attire, talent, seven-minute limit, and question and response. Again, that is Black National Prince and Princess Pageant to be held June 29, 2014 in Washington, D.C. Mr. and Miss Diamond of the South Newcomer and Miss Diamond of the South Plus, honoring Xavier Dupree and Kamaya L'Oreal Times and Armani Nicole Davenport, will be held Friday, June 6, 2014 at the Encore Nightclub in New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, the categories to include for the newcomers, presentation in white, no A.B. stones, talent, sportswear, formal wear, evening gown, entry fees $150. Uh, for the plus, presentation is white, no A.B. stones, talent, seven-minute sportswear or swimwear, gown, top five question and answer, okay? Special guests to include 
Alphonse Dupree and Daphne Dupree, Mr. and Miss Diamond of the South. If you need more information, contact Ebony Sherry, Daphne Dupree, or Kamaya L'Oreal Ellis Times. Again, that is Diamond of the South, Mr. and Miss Newcomer, as well as the Plus. Okay, all right. MBU Reunion Weekend will be held April 24th through the 26th, 2014, in Orlando, Florida. The tradition lives on, honoring a living legend herself, Naisha Dupree. April 24th will be the Ruler Show with Sophia McIntosh. April 25th will be the theme park with the Rulers, as well as clubbing with the Rulers at, at Club Pulse, and the Salutation Brunch that will be held at Rainbow Cafe at the Parliament House Resort. Again, the tradition lives on. NBU Reunion Weekend, April 24th through the 26th in Orlando, Florida. All right. Is that it? Is that all that I have today? I think that is it, guys. Well, that is it for the free and clear, free and clear, free and clear segment. Next up, we have special guest, gay rap duo, The Freaky Boys, created in Chicago, Illinois, now residents of Los Angeles, California. Now remember, if you have any announcements that you would like to be included in the free and clear segment, please email us at thetalkwithmicah at gmail.com or simply place your ad in my inbox, Micah Pierce Lord on Facebook. So... Hold that dial, and we will return just in a few seconds with the Freaky Boys. All right, welcome back to the talk with Micah and friends. Um, I actually stumbled upon these two young men about a year or so ago on YouTube, and I felt compelled to know more about their story and to honestly take time out to listen to their music, you know, to see if this was a group as an openly gay African-American male um, that I could actually relate to, appreciate, and eventually support. Well, today, um, I am very fortunate enough to have these two talented young men on the show on the show with me today. So please welcome to the show Terrence and Pierre, also known as T.T. Got It!, and Prince Charming, a.k.a. Pee Weezy, together known as the Freaky Boys. So welcome, guys. Hey. <laughs> Let me give y'all a little applause. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I had to add that in there. But thank you guys so very much um, for, um, you know, just taking the time out to, you know, speak with us. And um, I don't know if you really know much about the show, but I created it back in December um, after moving from Atlanta to the District of Columbia, and I just want to be able to um, expose everyone um, to uh, the LGBT community and kind of let everybody know that, you know, we're, we are um, doing many things. Um, we're rappers, we're singers, we're artists, we're stylists, we're, I mean, we're just, we're CEOs, COOs, and all type of things like that. So I wanted to um, get you guys on to kind of just know a little bit more, you know, get to know a little bit more about you, what you're doing, what your movement is all about, and um, I hope that we have some fun tonight. So, I, you know, I don't like to waste any more time, so I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into it. And whoever would like to respond first, is totally, that's totally up to you guys. Now, to the listeners who aren't too familiar with you, tell us a little, little about each of you and how the group that we know as Freaky Boys was initially started. Uh, this, this parent, um, you said tell you a little bit about me or uh Well, I, I want you to tell, tell the listeners a little bit about you as well as the group and how you guys, you know, got started and all that. 
Okay, well, first off, I'm a regular person. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, um, me and P have been knowing each other for a while now. It's almost going on like 10 years soon. And, um, we first um, started the Freaky Boys back in 2010, I want to say. We just was up making songs, and we decided to record the song and put it on YouTube. And mm-hmm. It went viral after that, and everybody was liking us, and they wanted more and more, so we just kept giving them more. And right now, we like it. We like what we're doing, so we do it for our fans, and we we really enjoy it. Okay. Well, that's good. As long as you're, as long as you're enjoying what you do, that, that's, that's the positive part of it. And um, so that was Terrence. So what about you, Pierre? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm originally a poet, so I had kind of, like, been writing for a while, and then um, one day me and Terrence had decided to um, freestyle over the Freaky Boys beat and put it on YouTube, not knowing that it was going to go viral. Then right. So um, we kind of woke up to, like, instant fame and mm-hmm. kind of, like, struck while the iron was hot. Mm-hmm. And we just kept doing it, kept doing it, and to this day we're still doing it. So, yeah, that's basically how we started. Okay, good. And I love Chicago. I actually, um, I, I I know you guys now live in Los Angeles. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I go to Chicago about twice a year. I'm actually going to be going Easter weekend. I don't know if you guys ever heard of a. a, a I'm kind of big into pageants, so there's a pageant there called Continental that I go to um, each and every year. So, I I, I really love um, Chicago. And I have a couple of friends from there as well. Um, now, most people want to become a part of the industry. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. What was you going to say? <laughs> I said, that's cool. Oh. I want a pageant. <laughs> you said you want a pageant? Yeah, he's a pageant child. Oh, what, what's the, uh, what, what pageant did you win? It wasn't like one of the pageants you're pro- you probably do. It was in college. It was a male pageant. Um, okay. Um, the sororities, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, they throw this pageant. Um, it has different names across the, um, some call it Mr. Pink and Green, Mr. Ivy, Mr. Kabashio. But, yeah, I was in Mr. Kabashio, and I won Mr. Kabashio 2011. Okay. So this is, so this was, so you won the pageant after the whole Freaky Boy started? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Do you think that played a part in, in it at all? <laughs> Um, I was there. I don't think so. I think it was more so of his talent because he has really talent. So okay, okay, cool. Now mo- most people wanted to come a part of the industry for the fame, the accolades, and let's not forget the money. Now, are the initial intentions when expressing interest in the and in getting involved into the music industry the same as they are today than when you first started? For me, it actually did change. At first, it was like it was unreal. It was like we were doing it for, like, our friends, and now we do it for, like, fans and supporters and people who really like our music. Mm-hmm. And we just look to be successful, and we want to be, like, the first gay rappers to be able to hit the mainstream, so that's why we really do it. And, uh, and, and I am glad that you brought that up. So I'm going to – I have a two-part question. Because um, I, I, you said mainstream, so I'm going to start there. Uh, what do you feel has been the hardest part or what is the hardest part about breaking into the mainstream music industry as a gay rap duo? 
Um, we actually just just answered this question during another interview. Um, it um it would definitely have to be people underestimating us or not taking it serious. Um, mm-hmm. the fact that we are openly gay. Um, mm-hmm. for some strange reason, people feel like we we can't compete with other rappers. But um, we're definitely gonna show them different. <laughs> okay. Now my um my next for my two part question would be um y'all gonna kill me when I say this because uh, I, <laughs> I, I forgot I forgot the guy's name what what's the guy that came out as the as the gay I don't really listen to rap all that well I listen to you guys that's pretty good but uh, I don't really listen to rap that often because I don't understand a lot of it and I can't really relate to it now that I have someone to really look to. You know what I'm saying? You know, a, a gay rap duo now can say, okay, and, and what you're talking about, I can kind of relate to. I can't relate to a guy, you know, talking about a female's ass and this and the other. So, I, I, and I'm, exactly. I'm sure I'm not the only one that would say, now I can kind of relate. But whatever that guy's name is, y'all going to bring it up in a minute. Uh, I'm sure you, you'll tell me who it is. But he came out as gay uh, a couple, maybe like a year or so ago. What's his name? Frank Ocean? Yeah, Frank Ocean, there you go. See, I'm not a fan of he's him. He's not a rapper. Or a singer. Well, a singer. He's a, he's a singer. So, Frank, with Frank, I'm not a fan, so therefore, you know, it goes to show you. Uh, with Frank Ocean, I noticed, like, before he even came out, it was like, you know, everybody loving music. He was just all, he was, you know, everywhere. And then when he finally said, you know, I'm gay, open, and, you know, you got pictures of his boyfriend and all that kind of stuff, it's like he kind of died down. You know, it's kind of died out a little bit. I mean, he's still relevant or whatever, but the hype is not there as it was once before. So do you think him coming out as gay had anything to do with that? He actually came out as being bisexual, which is sort of crazy. Mm-hmm. But okay. I don't okay. think he's about to affect his music because he did actually win a Grammy. Right. I think okay. it came to help because... Once society sees that you're comfortable with yourself and you don't care what, what's going on, that's something that me and P.S. strive to mm-hmm. uh, get to understand. Once you get that, get past that step, then they see the real you and they want they want you to produce music and just be you. I mean, and honestly, what what I what I don't get because you're always going to get backlash from the heterosexual community, our own community. I'm sure you got guys got backlash about you know from our own community as well, but. What people must realize, I mean, there are stylists out there that are styling these artists, these mainstream artists. There are producers mm-hmm. and writers. There are managers that are gay. You know, um, there's uh, record exec CEOs and CEOs of record labels that are. So it's like, well, why should you guys dumb down who you are and, and what you know, whatever you do in your bedroom is, is your thing, but it just so happens that you guys decided to just, you know, come out with it and, you know, make music about it. So um, I think that as um, a community, um, I think that we need to rally around um, rally around guys like you that are coming out and, and are open with uh, your sexuality and speaking on it. Um, because, I mean, we're sitting there patronizing the heterosexual community. Why not, you know, support our own, I guess? Exactly. Well, I learned a little bit about Frank Ocean, I guess. I mean, I knew he was a... I'll try to listen to his music and try to get him. One of my friends. <laughs> one of my friends. He just uh, did a song with Beyonce. You said what? He just did a song with Beyonce. What's the name of the song? It's called Superpower. Oh, yeah, he sure did. Uh, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> with, 
y'all pay me no attention. Um, now, honestly, what do you guys um, believe that you're missing? And I'm just saying, if anything, you know, you might not be missing anything, but uh, what do you guys believe you're missing or you're lacking to gain that acceptance and notoriety in mainstream music? Or, you know, you might not be missing anything. Um, this is Pierre speaking. I honestly... Um, before we were, people don't know that we were doing everything by ourselves. Okay. Um, like we were a hundred percent independent. Like mm-hmm. everything was by ourselves. Me, Terrence, and um, Kellen and Adonis. Mm-hmm. Like everything was by ourselves. We had no help. A lot of people asked us, "Who do we know? Mm-hmm. What inspiration do we have?" Everything was done by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, we moving to LA. We have established connections, which will allow us to do more now. Um, so, um, with the release of our new single, I think people will see the difference, and I think people will see um, the different level we're on. The serious. Yeah, the, I think people will really catch on. Like, oh yeah, this is serious. Um, with the release of our single, jocking them, because like I said, we we now we now connected a link to to help us get to the next level, and we're not just doing it by ourselves anymore. Good. So, so you, so you guys now, I guess you've been out, um, you know, quite some time at this point. So now you're starting to get people to kind of back you guys and, and really take you guys seriously now. Absolutely. Good. 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 So let me ask you this um, before I get back into my to my questions. I know that there was a. Um, or there's some big buzz currently going on in regards to the New Orleans gay rapper, Fly Young Red, who released the video, Throw, yes. that, <laughs> Throw That Boy Pussy. <laughs> so what do you guys think about that? Because I'm, I'm showing, well, I'm, I'm seeing, you know, that a lot of people like the song. I heard the song before the video even came out. Uh, one of my friends from Texas uh, uh, sent me the song, and I heard it. But um, now that it's, like, out and there's a video for it, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people like a lot of flat for it. So, um, what do you guys think about it? And you know, what are your views? You know, and all that regard. Um, this is Karen speaking. Mm-hmm. First, I want to congratulate him for his video because me and Pia love to see people do the stuff that we do. Not mm-hmm. saying that he's mimicking us or nothing like that. It's just that mm-hmm. we have a different avenue than the female rappers and the male rappers, the straight rappers. You know, so. We commend him on making the video, and right before we called in, we were just in our kitchen, like, sparking to the video. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he still got the links up right now. Like, we can play it like, Yes. So we were just, like, listening to it, and, and we actually live for it. We like it a lot. Um, okay. Today with the release, I got like nine text messages of the video, mm-hmm. and I really, I really, really like it. Like a lot of people feel like me and Terrence have to be like I was just telling Terrence like people think we are like the only gay rappers or we only can be the only gay rappers. And a lot of times, like new up and coming gay rappers, they feel like they have to like come for us when. Mm-hmm. When we see stuff like this, we support it. Like, mm-hmm. we, we, right. like we feel like we can all we can all make it together. Like we don't have to be in competition. I don't have to shade you. I can actually like your songs, you know. 
Um, and it, it don't have to be Shay. I like the song. I like I like what he's doing, and I want to see more. Um, most definitely. Um, I what what I hope to happen one day because um, just like with you know the guys coming out in the NFL and the NBA and, and all of that, or like Michael Sam and Jason Collins, like I eventually want it to happen to where it's nothing. You know, we're, we're we're not defined by our sexuality mm-hmm. and, and what we do. So we could uh, we could be tuning tuning into the Grammys and we can see you know Freaky Boys or Fly Young Red or somebody accepting an award or you know gaining an award from the Grammys or or from you know whoever you know Soul Train Awards or whatever the case may be. And I think that it's it's going to happen eventually, slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just hope that you know it does come. You know, because I don't want rappers like yourself and Fly Young Red and a few others that are out there to always be categorized as just gay. You know, gay, no, I'm a rap duo. You know, even I said it in my intro because that, that's what you guys are at this point. But eventually I mm-hmm. hope that you guys evolve or it evolves into saying it's just a rap, it's just a rap duo. You know, two guys from Chicago, you know, and they just so happen to rap about you know, what they go through, just as though Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac and all of them others, they rap about what they knew and what they know. And then people can relate to them just as I can relate to you. So um, I just hope that, that that does happen eventually. I'm sure that it will. Um, but I do have a question. How, how do you guys handle negative criticism within the LGBTQ community? And is it any different from the way you handle it from the heterosexual community? Um, that's a, that's a that's a kind of tricky question because me and Terrence, we personally we we try not to to pay attention to the negative things, but honestly, mm-hmm. like when we see negative stuff from the LGBT community, it's like mm-hmm. what? Right? Like, like we <laughs> right? Right? Like we really like people don't understand. Like, um, we did one radio show and um. We actually brought up the point that you just brought up, and we said like we wanna we wanna make it to the point where we're not openly gay rappers, we're just rappers. Mm-hmm. Right. And they felt like we just taken away from the community. Like, how are you? They was asking us like, how are we supporting the community? And we want to be known as just rappers and not gay rappers. And we were like, we do so much for the gay community. Like, right. Easy. <laughs> oh, but do you ever think that? Go ahead. It's it, it's really crazy, especially coming from people who don't do anything, who just wake up being gay. That's not doing nothing for the gay community. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. On behalf of gay people, we're the voices for people who think they don't have a voice, and then mm-hmm. people come at us talking about like they they don't like the way we um present ourselves, present present the gay community when people are living this life on a daily basis. We're just making it look good. Exactly. Exactly, and and I think that you know a lot of it, and it just that it, it doesn't even have to be focused on on the on the um, on the gay community. It can just be community as, as a whole. People, you know, when they become when they're jealous of what you have, you know, um, that's when a lot of attacks come. You know, and that's no matter if you're if you just got you a job, you know, working for a Fortune 500 company, you're always gonna have somebody that's hating. You know. Um, so, but I, I always, you know, advocate, you know, live in your truth, do your thing, stay in your own lane, you know, but we can still offer support people for doing good, you know, and, and, and putting positivity out there. 
So I totally get it. You know, living in Atlanta, um, I, I call it now fake TL. Um, I lived there for 12 years. So uh, I know, fake I know, ATL? Fake TL, F-A-K-E. Uh-huh. Yeah, fake TL. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> Me and Pierre call it gay TL. Yeah, gay TL, fake TL. You know, it's a lot of that, you know. And I lived there for 12 years, so I can speak on it. Um, but it, it, it is what it is, and, it, and it's, you don't see many people um, supporting each other. It's always, you know, oh, girl, oh, this, oh, that. But if you do your thing and then you allow them to do their thing, you know, we can all support each other. We can all be making all of the big dollars. But if we're sitting here continuously tearing down each other, you know, we'll never get anywhere, not even as a, a race, as a community, or any of that. So um, I, I totally get that, and I'm glad that you guys are not necessarily focusing on the negative. Of course, it's always going to happen. Um, and we're, I'm going to talk later on about something that kind of disturbed me, um, not with you guys, but uh, something that disturbed me, and I'll, uh, I'll play that clip later, um, later on. But, uh, Pierre, I have noticed that you go by Prince Charming and Pee Weezy. Why two different stage <laughs> names, and are you ever going to pick just one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it is, huh? <laughs> okay, what had happened was, uh huh. okay, so in high school, people used to call me Pee Weezy. Like, when I used to act up, like, people used to be like, oh, snap, Pee Weezy. It was never something I had established for myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> were just calling this persona. So when we created the first Freaky Voice video, mm-hmm. and, you know, I did my thing at the end, PT out of nowhere <laughs> just gets to saying, Pee-Weezy, 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 <laughs> and everybody else followed that. And I was like, that just took away my whole, like, persona, and everybody was like, PT and Pee-Weezy, PT and Pee-Weezy. So I'm not going to lie to eliminate the name permanently, but, you know, okay. that was just a nickname for who I am, which is Pierre or Prince Charming. Like, I've always been that. But Pee Weezy is cool, too. It don't matter. Okay, I'm, so. I'm Prince Charming, but I'm Pee Weezy if you're nasty. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> okay. So, okay, so you, you're, you're on the way to the Grammy, and they're introducing you on the red carpet. What name are you? What name at that point? Once you once you reach that plateau in your career, what are you, what are you gonna feel most comfortable um, being known as or being called? Yeah. <laughs> I um, think personally he is that Pierre, but because we always introduce ourselves with, with our real names, but like right. performing or something, we'll say our stage names. I'll right. say Prince Prince Charming. I like I like I, Prince Charming too. I think. I, <laughs> Weezy can you know how Lil Wayne is Lil Wayne, but when he's right, F baby, right. So I think that can go for like when you listen to our music, y'all like, oh my God, P. Weezy just went am Like I don't mind that. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm Prince Charming. Okay. Cool. What I'm gonna I'm gonna do something a little differently because what I usually do is I I allow the callers to ask questions toward the end, but what I'm gonna do is I'm going to um. I see we have two people on the line so far that actually, I mean, we have a lot of people on the line, but we have two that actually already have questions, so I'm going to allow one of them to ask a question, so I hope they're listening. Um, your number is five, area code 504, the last four digits, 1415. Again, the area code is 504, 
The last four digits of the telephone number, 1415. And let me bring them on. Hopefully they're listening. Uh, you are on the line with Micah and the Freaky Boys. Please state your name, where you're calling from, and your question or comment, please. Hello? Hello? Hi. Uh, this is Micah. You're oh, on the yeah, okay. Oh, um, okay, so that's not them. Okay, I'm going to put them on mute, and I'm going to go to someone else who actually seems like they're, they may be in the Chicago area. So let's see, Erico 773, last four, 1612. <laughs> 773, You're on the line with Micah and the Freaky Boys. Please state your name, where you're calling from, and your question or comment, please. Yo, what up? It's your boy S. Dot, and I'm just shouting out the Freaky Boys. You know who this be. Um, I just want to say that I'm proud of y'all, and yeah, if you don't know, it's Sherrod, by the way. <laughs> okay. Hey, Sherrod. Hey, Sherrod. Hey, Freaky oh, Boys. <laughs> but I just, I was just, I was just chiming in. I want to say, you know, regardless of what y'all been through and all that, like, I'm proud of y'all. And, you know, we need more positive people out there, positive role models, because we always going to be misunderstood. So it's time that we make them understand, period, just like that. So I'm proud of y'all, and keep doing your thing, and just represent. (laughs) All right. Thank you so so very much. Gerard for calling in. See, now everybody want to ask questions, so I'm going to go ahead and allow uh, someone else to ask a question, and I'm going to get back to mine, and then I'm going to go back. You know, I go back and forth. So that was lovely. I like that. So uh, uh, area code, where they at? Okay, 601, last four is 6461. Again, area code 601, last four digits is 6461. You're on the line with Micah and the Freaky Boys. Please state your name, where you're calling from, and your question or comment, please. Hey, this is Keith calling from Jackson, Mississippi. I have a question. Hello? Okay, go ahead, Keith. Yeah, we'll okay. go ahead. Since you guys are the freaky boys, I'm going to ask this question. I don't know if you guys have ever been asked this, but since your group name is called the freaky boys, how freaky are you and which one is the top and who's the bottom? <laughs> well, sir. <laughs> Do y'all care? Do y'all care to answer that? <laughs> yeah, we've been asked this like a million times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, honestly, me and Pierre, both of us, are not freaks at all. Well, Pierre is. I'm not. And um, what was the other question? He said, um, uh, "Who's the top? Who, who's who's the top? Who's the bottom? And you know all that. I guess what what's your preference?" Okay, the name Freaky Boys, it started off because um, we were talking about freaky stuff. We we remixed the song Freaky Girl, so right. our fans gave us the name Freaky Boys, and we were okay. trying to make a way to keep the name Freaky Boys without it, making it um something else. Something else? Something that makes so, it different. I had ended up Googling the name Freaky, freaky and mm-hmm. it said unique and different, and you know, that was us so well. It fits so perfect. So that's why we're the freaky boys, you know. Um, it can mean the other freaky, depending on how you're feeling. But, <laughs> yeah, because, and also some of your, you know, in, in your music, you know, there's a lot of freakiness. 
people can listen to rap music and things of that nature where you're talking about killing and no one no one brings anything up about that. But we make one song about this and that and everybody was like, Oh my God, everyone doesn't do that and all that other stuff. Well, everybody don't go around throwing thousands of dollars on bitches, but that's your favorite song. Right. Exactly. Do you, do you think do you think the um do you think this music has gotten out of hand, or I mean, because I, well, I I'll say this um, when it comes down to like rap music, like I remember, you know, it was about you know the struggle, the killing, and all that kind of stuff when I was um, in high school and stuff like that in the nineties, um, in the late nineties. I have to make, I have to add that the late nineties, but uh, it was all <laughs> it was about the killings and all of that, and then now it just seems like it's more so about the you know the cars and you know the lifestyle and how many you know girls you have or what whatever you know it's really not about telling a story anymore and I'll tell you this um, I was going to say it later on but I'll tell you now I actually have a favorite song of you um, you guys now and where oh yeah yes I do um, <laughs> um, and it's only because I'll listen to rap. If I can relate to it, or if I can under, like I said before, if I can understand what the hell she's talking about. Um, so I love the story that you guys give. It was actually a video that you did on uh, YouTube, um, and you did it over a song. I think it was maybe a Chris Brown song, but the song was called "Don't Judge Me." Is that correct? Oh yeah, don't judge mm-hmm. me. Love that. I mean, that, that's real oh, life shit. <laughs> that's real life, you know. And I, and I'm gonna post some videos to to uh, my uh, the talk with my friend's Facebook page. But um, I definitely was like, okay, now I really have to go through and kind of listen to all of your songs or whatever. And well, I'll actually get some um, input in, in regards to two of your songs. One of you, one of them you've already mentioned, but we'll still go back to it. But um, kind of going back to the whole uh, lifestyle and, and the heterosexual community and all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm all about educating those that are not a part of our lifestyle that we are working class citizens who pay taxes and have feelings just like the next. Um, I did watch an interview um, on The Breakfast Club about eight, nine months ago. Maybe even longer than that. Um, I actually love the, the Breakfast Club. Um, and, of course, I watched it again before this interview. I was actually, I was coming from Atlanta. I was in Atlanta this past weekend, so me and my boyfriend were actually on our way back up to Philly. And so, you know, I was kind of doing my homework in between. And um, so I kind of played the video for him or whatever, and I was like, I just want you to listen to the first five five or ten minutes. I didn't like it. Um, not 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 you guys, but I really didn't too much care for um, some of the things that were said. So what I want you to do now, I want you guys to listen, and I, of course you were there, but I want the audience to listen to this clip, and then we're going to talk about it. So let me play it really quickly. Hold on one second. Becoming rap duo out here That's in these right. streets. I heard they really spit. No, but like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and basically, the premise of your music, because I know it has to be hard uh-huh. to be. It has to be hard. You're stupid. That's <laughs> what it has to be. Okay? Okay. So when, when did y'all realize y'all were gay? When they took a shower together. No. never took a shower together. I knew that I was when I was younger, but I never did. I never identified. Did you ever have vagina? Yeah, I did. No. And you didn't like it? No. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't all that. <laughs> it wasn't all that. <laughs> I remember your first experience with, with a man or a guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it kind of felt like I was everything with, with it. 
it was right. what you was missing your whole entire life. You know, you are. First experience, like, where were y'all? I was like, because we curious. We don't know. <laughs> in the bedroom. I mean, I know. Oh, I didn't know it was in the bedroom. But how, like, how was it the first day? I like the word curious. Stay inquisitive. <laughs> <laughs> curious sounds like you might want to try it. Inquisitive. Nah, nah, inquisitive. inquisitive. Right, inquisitive. Inquiring minds want to know. Mine was, um, it was a best friend of mine that we didn't. Well, you guys are best friends. Yeah, no. but there's four of us. Okay. But not him. No, okay. it's four of us. It's four of Why us. Why are you like disgusted by him? <laughs> because no, <laughs> like, we're brothers and something like we click. Oh, we've okay. been best friends all our lives. But um, and then that's when you had sex. That was my first first boyfriend. Okay, okay. So do you do both? Like, are you a giver and a receiver? Or See, that's why. Oh my god. We <laughs> don't know. Is your love on the top or the bottom? <laughs> Wait, what was the question? <laughs> we were talking about your first um, experience when you realized. When you first get your back I don't know. I, was <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I think I was experimenting. Now, Charlamagne, ask him about butt struggle. What is that? <laughs> what is oh, that? butt struggle. This is, like, we always say that, you know, when um, a homosexual guy is frustrated and he's uh-huh. a little cranky, he's going through a butt struggle. And butt struggle. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, you're I with, never heard that term like, you're, you're, you're with a guy and, you know, you want to put it in his butt, but it won't actually go in. So you get frustrated <laughs> behind it. Like, so it's funny. <laughs> oh my I don't know. Like, but right they don't have no butt struggle. All right. Mm. It goes right in all the time. <laughs> Do y'all have vagina struggles? Yes. Yes. Especially when you're sleeping with a virgin. Okay. So, <laughs> I first want to say uh, to you guys, uh, you held your own and you played that, you know, pretty, you know, pretty good, you know. But um, I want to know what what was. What were your reactions? You know, what were you guys thinking as they're, you know, giving this interview? And again, I love the Breakfast Club. Hey, Charlamagne is, is a fool. But um, what? I mean, what were you guys thinking during during that time? I mean, it was really. And I, yeah, of course, you know, I, I cut the, I cut it up uh, pretty good. But um, mm-hmm. like the first, I mean, it's like the first five minutes was just about you either being a top or a bottom, being gay, your sexual position, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, talk to me. What what were you guys thinking <laughs> during during all that? I think um, we get a lot of comments about the Breakfast Club interview, and I think, like, looking on the outside, mm-hmm. people see something totally different, which I understand. Like, our hardcore fans, like, they mm-hmm. were like, protesting, like they were, they were furious. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I can say, and this is kind of in defense of the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. we knew exactly what we were getting ourselves into exactly. once we got that email saying they wanted us for the Breakfast Club. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, to the blind eye, it just looks like two openly gay rappers just got in the room and just mm-hmm. got yeah. Like, But it was nothing like that. They wanted us as comfortable as possible, and, like, before the camera rolled, mm-hmm. like, we were, you know, we were, like, getting to know, yeah. like, even to the day we still, you know, we still chit out with Charlemagne, and, and, like, it, it it was just, we were just trying to get, they didn't want us uncomfortable, and I believe right. else that was in their predicament, you know, I'm pretty sure you've seen their interviews where Celeste oh, was yes, all of them. crying, <laughs> like, in tears. Yeah. Any other like gay rappers or gay rap groups, I believe it would have went totally different because everyone was like, I would have said this, I would have said that. Mm-hmm. And our main goal was to get that exposure so people can go listen to oh, our definitely. So, oh, definitely. so we really 
couldn't, you know, we we held we held it down, you know. We yes, she did. Okay. <laughs> yes, she did. And we got towards the end where we could talk about our music and have people go look at our music other than mm-hmm. just going haywire, mm-hmm. which would have got nothing. Nowhere. We would have got nowhere. Like if, and that's what I, I believe a lot of people expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was more so making it to the end to get people to listen to our music, and it was a fun interview. It actually was fun, and I didn't feel uncomfortable. I just felt like they were straight, so they wanted to know what we were about. They wanted to know what they wanted to know our lingo and stuff like that. So it was real comfortable. And it was the Breakfast Club. Like we, if it was any other place, then mm-hmm. like, out of nowhere, it would have been different. But. We knew Charlemagne was crazy. Like, right. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know where I'm from. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I grew up hearing him on the radio and stuff like that, so I already knew he was crazy. And, you know, of course, I'm not, I'm not a protester. I'm not going to protest against him because I love the show. I've seen how he, you know, he, he kind of breaks the ice a little bit, you know, um, and he just says whatever comes to mind. You know, but I, I would say it's safe to say that, you know, when you guys go back, because I'm sure you guys will go back, that, you know. Yeah, we're. Yeah, that, yeah, that would that would have already been. That's like yesterday's news. You know, at this point, it's just all about the music and, and where you guys see your future going. Um, now, I've noticed earlier, um, earlier on, uh, you guys will rap over already produced music. You know, with the um, uh, with the new album that you guys are, have coming out. Are the tra- are all the tracks original, or how, how's the, the the new album um, coming along? They're all original songs. Okay. Yeah, wrote ourselves. And none of the songs, you've never heard any of these beats before. Okay. Good. And what, um, what were some of the producers you worked with? Um, we, worked, we worked with different producers. Most of um, our main producer is Joe back in Chicago. A lot of times we lay down, well, most of the time, yeah. we lay down our vocals here in L.A. and, and we send them back to Chicago to get fixed and mastered. It's a lot of oh. Why do you guys spend so much money to do that? That's but, yeah, Joe, yeah, he knows us. Yeah, once you get that good producer, mm-hmm. um, he makes the master bounce, which is hot. And, like, ever since bounce, is like you have to do all of our stuff. Um, so, yeah, we, we lay down vocals here in L.A., and then we send them back to Chicago to get them to master. So I think I think people will be proud of our new EP. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't came up with a name yet, but we kind of know which direction we want to go in that can show our talent and also show the fun because that's, that's basically what the Freaky Boys represent, like life. Is yes. Like we don't have to be that serious. Well, we don't have to be. I remember Charlemagne saying, like, he expect gay rappers to be hardcore. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I honestly think people wouldn't take that serious. If we were rappers and we was like, I'll shoot you in your fucking head, and they wouldn't take. I think serious. people wouldn't take. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, so I like the direction we're going down because you know, if you want to have fun, listen to our music. If you right. want something else, and that's basically what we're about. So, and that's what our EP is going to be based on. Now is um is Jockin' on one of the songs? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play fifty two seconds of the song. Okay, and then after I play the song and the listeners, you know, listen or whatever, I then want you to talk about what that song is about, okay? <laughs> uh, hold on for me. I love slapping ass, I'm old school. 
breaking in the class. Now suck your dick like a motherfucking slow class. Tell that poppin', I'm stoppin' it. You be droppin', I'm watchin' it. If it's pressin', I'm toppin' it. Get it wet, then I'm hoppin' it. Throw it back, then I'm toppin' it. We be flippin' and floppin' it. You be lunchin', I'm rockin' it. Don't blame me, I'm just toppin' it now. Now, 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 now take a breath. I know there was a lot. That's what you do when you the baddest bitch up in the spot. In all these thirsty hoes, I tell them bitch swerve. I'm from the city where the wind would knock you off the curve. I got the shit to be having these bitches head gone. And they be blocking me, telling me that it leg on. I'm making beds rock. Fred Flintstone, y'all, y'all do. It's my motherfucking thing song. Okay, so tell us about Jockin'em. What's that all about? <laughs> Jockin'em is it's a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure y'all go download Jockin'em. I'll this. I'll tell Uncle this play. But Jockin'em is about, you ever been like the hottest person in your clique and you just got people just all up on you and they just jockin' you like they want to get with you. So you just jockin', you just jockin' them. I think, um, I think a lot of people... Um, to me personally, a lot of people, they don't want people to know that they jock other people. Yeah. Right. When we all know that we do it, you see something you like, you be jocking them. Like, <laughs> right. And where is she? And what has we, me and Phoebe call them back. We call them back. When we see somebody that's look, like real nice looking, we be like, look at that. <laughs> where are they going? Right. <laughs> the rule is you can't claim nobody else's name. That's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and, and but now, was that? I'm still trying to get the voices together, but was that? Hold on, don't tell me. Was that um, Pierre doing that first part that I just had playing? That was that, was, that just got done speaking. No, no, but I'm saying as far as that, on the jockum jockum part that I was just that I was just playing with. Who was that? Um, Right. Oh, that, was, oh, that was T.T. Oh, that was T.T. Okay, okay. Well, the uh, next song may be Pierre, I think it is. And um, the next song I have is uh, One Life to Live. Is that another one? No. Okay, so you say no? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so I like this one. From, from I, I like it. I was listening to it at work today. So I'm going to play this. Hopefully it doesn't not too loud, but hold on one second. It's like 57 seconds of the song, and I want you guys to um, tell me about this. I keep thinking about all the memories we had as kids, and all the stupid things that me and you done probably did. Messed up, you took your life. You was 22, both young. What the hell was I supposed to do? You stayed G with the truth in your Louis bag, and you ended it all because they called you a fag. You could have switched it up, took another route.
for those type for those people. And not okay. just for straight I mean gay people, but straight people also, but it was mainly for the gay people because all that stuff was happening around that time. So you only got one life to live. And we most just, definitely uh, but people say we don't. Hold on, I'm finna go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but people say we gay community and we don't do this. That's for the gay community. That's a whole song directed straight to straight for people for the gay community. But yet people only hear vows and people only hear jocking them and people only hear stuff that's talking about sucking dick and stuff. When this whole beautiful masterpiece that we worked so hard on called One Life to Live that it's only about gay people and the struggles that gay people go through, no one ever talks about that. And that's a great song. So if you listen to it, please go download One Life to Live because we're definitely shooting a video for it and it's going to be hot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Well, I'm definitely going to... Uh download, purchase, all that. Even even though I have it, thanks to Adonis, uh, I have it, but... Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but uh, we had a mixtape that came out called Unleashed. Um, when was that? Christmas of 2012. 2012. It's a whole mixtape. Is that, is, that, is that one of the... Because I think that was one of the... Um, hold on. Let me go to it. He said Unleashed, yeah, right? One Life to Live was on the mixtape. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, I'm definitely going to um, make sure, you know, I support, you know, and, and so I'm going to make sure I support you guys, and I want everyone out there to support because, it, it to me, it sounds like good music, and I do have an ear for good music, so I think that's good music. Now, um, when should we expect this EP that you guys are working on? When do you guys um, think you're going to, you know, bring it out there, put it out there for the masses? It should be finished. Before the summer hits. Before the summer hits. Okay. But we're, we're, we've been so busy right now, but it should be here before the summer hits. And we're honestly, um, mm-hmm. a lot of people, we have so, we work so hard on our mixtape Unleashed, and we put, like, some good music on there. It's some good original music on there. Yeah. And we're going to still try to push that as well. With the release of Jocking Them, like I said, with our connections and stuff, we're going to try to do something even bigger. So we're gonna we we're gonna definitely push out old stuff and create videos for um a, a lot of old things like one life to live and things that people haven't seen. Right. Docking them and bounce to another level and then okay. just drop that EP on people's heads because it's late season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I love the music. I, I I honestly love the music, and I'm sure. Um, not only in Chicago, but like it's crazy because when I when I posted, it's not crazy, but um, when I posted the original like little promo picture that I made, and I'm saying, hey, you guys, go, I think it was last Thursday I posted it, and like so many people would like, I think we had like a, it was like 150 some likes within I it. I within, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was so crazy, and so a lot of my friends and and socials that I know, you know, all over. Um, was like, oh, they're my, they're my niggas, and da 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 and I love them. I'm like, oh, wow, like, I feel out of the loop. You know, even though I knew you guys, I knew your music, you know, I, I, I knew uh, from, you know, when you guys came out on Media Tech Out, and then I saw your videos here and there, you know, but there were a lot of people that were in my circle that really, really followed you guys and, and know a whole lot more about um, you guys and your music than I did. So I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'm just kind of, like, out of the loop, but, um, um, I, I just saw that there was so much support out there, and um, I really wish you guys the best. I do have maybe one or two more questions, and then I'll see if anyone else has. I think we have maybe like three people that have questions, and I'll actually let you guys go. Um, 
So the what's what question I want to ask you? Um, what do you guys actually hope to accomplish before the year 2014 is complete? And that's personally as well as professionally. And so I'm gonna um, I'll let Terrence answer first, and then we'll go to Pierre. Um, personally, <laughs> before the end of 2014, I hope to accomplish. Oh, there's so much I want to accomplish. I don't know. Give me I, one thing. <laughs> um, I want to make more money. That's what I want to accomplish. Okay. And what uh, about professionally? Professionally, within the Freaky Boys, like I said, um, I look forward to us dropping this EP and it's doing very well. And hopefully by the end of this year, I hope me and Pia sign some papers for a record label. I know that's right. And what about you, uh, Pierre? Personally and professionally. Um, personally, I wanna. Um, let me see. <laughs> personally, I think I wanna start dating. Uh-uh. No boys, but before boys, because boys bring babies. Okay, so, but that's just something personally. I mean, I okay. want to date. Okay. Uh, but you know that's personal. <laughs> now, now before before you go to before you go to professionally, let me ask you this question, and it can go for both of you. Um, what are the challenges you guys have faced when it pertains to dating or sustaining a healthy relationship since you've been known as the Freaky Boys and you, you've had that celebrity? The thing is, people date us because we're the Freaky Boys, and then they don't want to date us because we're, we're the Freaky Boys. Mm. <laughs> they, don't, they, wow. they act like they that, don't be knowing what they get into that, before they get into it, and then it's like jealousy happened and then all of that other stuff. And it's really hard finding people that's, like, genuine. Genuine, right. Even they don't just want to be with you because you're, the, you're a Freaky Boy. And, <laughs> and they act the same way. Mm. You say what now? I said even people in the industry act the same way. Really? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. Well, good luck to you, uh, uh, Pierre, in, in finding your um, your soulmate. Now, what do you want to um, do professionally? Um, I think, well, I know for a fact this year me and Terrence are going to sign some papers. Um, okay. Um, we we sat down and we actually talked about it. Being signed to a label was nothing like in the past, nothing that we wanted wanted to do. A lot of people kept saying, "Why aren't you guys signed yet? Why aren't you guys signed yet?" Mm-hmm. It was nothing that we wanted to do. We just wanted to make music, you know. We just, we didn't want to, but now we want to get in that ballpark and we want to pursue a record a, a record deal. And um, I just said. Um, 2014 is the year I stopped trying and started doing, so I'm going to paper soon. Good, good. Well, I, you know, I think that'll happen for you guys. Um, I am a visionary. <laughs> they haven't told you guys. Donna hasn't told you yet, but I'm a visionary, so I do think that it'll happen for you. Um, now, uh, I do know that we have a few gay prizes coming up. Um, where can promoters go to actually book you? How can promoters book you if they want to book you for their prize or special event? Um, we have freakyboys.com. That's freaky, B-O-I-Z, dot com. Um, all of our booking information is there. Um, we also have bookings at freakyboys.com, which is the email address where you can speak to management and things of that nature to book us. Um, 
since Jockenum has came, since Jockenum has released, um, mm-hmm. definitely doing a lot of um, promotions and booking specials that you guys can talk to management about. Um, we definitely want to promote Jockenum everywhere. So right now is the time to book the Freaky Boys before the prices get outrageous. Uh, yeah, outrageous. Um, so, so has anyone booked you for their prize yet? Like. D.C., Atlanta, L.A. Oh, we performed in Atlanta. We performed in Kentucky. We Detroit, performed in Chicago. Chicago. Detroit. Okay. We performed in New York. We performed. So, yeah, we spent all, all of the memories. That, that, was my, that was my bag. Go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> One like the Leah. Okay. <laughs> I love that song, but okay. So you guys, I mean, I, of course, I'll post that information again on the Talk with Mike and Friends Facebook page. All the information so people can book you. I have, um, you know, some friends that are affiliated with Atlanta, DC, as well as Philadelphia that's coming up next month. Um, their pride. So I'll definitely put a word in for you guys as well. Um, and I think that was all the questions I had for you know. On, on my end, and you kind of answered everything, so I definitely appreciate it. So I'm going to go to, there's, I think it's two people out here that have a question, and then after that, we're going to go ahead and close everything up. Before, so, before you, go ahead. Before you open the questions, can we yeah. pose the question so people could tell them? Yeah. You, you say you want to pose a question to them? Yes. Okay, go ahead. I want, before um, anyone talks, I want to know what do people want to see from the Freaky Boys? What do people want to see from the Fiki Boys? So if someone is out there that hasn't already pressed one to ask a question, if you have an answer to the question that's been asked, what do you want to see from the Fiki Boys, go ahead and press one. Um, and if I see the little question mark, then I'll go ahead <laughs> and pull you in first. If not, I'm going to go ahead and go to – no one has said anything yet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to area code – Seven eight six. The last four digits is eight zero six nine. Seven eight six eight zero six nine. You are now on the line with Micah and the Freaky Boys. Please state your name, where you're calling from, and your question or comment, please. What's up, Micah? This is Jamal. Hi, Jamal. Um, hi, Jamal. Hey, I'm from. <laughs> hey, originally from Miami. I'm in Atlanta. Actually, I'm on break at work. This is Jamal. Yes, this is Jamal Stark. Uh, hi. Well, go ahead. What's your question? <laughs> um, I just found out about the Freaky Boys through, you know, I listen to your radio show every Wednesday. So, um, Thank you. So I don't know exactly what music you put out or what type of music, but what I want to see is whatever your vision is. I'm all for the gay agenda and all for LGBT community, you know, coming up in the ranks in the world and every, everything. So whatever your artistic view is, you do your thing, and you got support out of me. Um, uh, thank the, you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> thank you so very much, Jamal. <laughs> all right, he, he, um, he answered your question. Um, so just whatever you guys got, give it, you know. Uh, 314-6842, 314-6842. You're on the line with Micah and the Freaky Boys. Please take your name, where you're calling from, and your question. Well, hello. 
Hello. Hello. Hey, what's up, Micah? This is Rob from St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, pretty boys. Hey, Hello. Yeah, they can see you. <laughs> well, I'm just looking at this blog or whatever on 104.5 of Breakfast Club. Uh, uh-huh. I'm saying shit, y'all should get uh, Charlemagne back. Y'all should uh, make a sickening ass rap off for him. Get some good publicity. Mm-hmm. And I have a question. Okay, go ahead. What's the question? Hello? Hello? Well, I was going to say, um, I know y'all are famous and stuff. What's like the biggest thing ever happened to y'all on tour? Something like really crazy a fan did. Tia always gets attacked when we go somewhere and perform. He always leaves with scratches and bite marks. <laughs> it be so funny to me because he he's real dramatic and his face expressions be real funny to me when that happens to him. So people have been scratching and biting? Yes. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, me and Terrence are down to earth, so sometimes uh-huh. we like to leave the VIP section. Okay. And- with, you know, people. We we are regular people. Exactly. Uh-huh. And um, a lot of times it don't go that well. And everybody calls me so dramatic, but, like, sometimes stuff be hurting me. Like, when people jump on me and, like, I'm scratched and stuff, like, I'll really be hurting. <laughs> do, do, do you guys have, um, like, bodyguards or it's just, you know, you, well, yeah. when, 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 we, when we're in VIP, yeah, we have the um. That's one of the things in our rider when you when you book us uh-huh. in the section. But like I said, we like to. I don't like walking around with no big security guard. Right. I'm six feet tall, 190 pounds. <laughs> at that point, it's like you seem like detached from your fans, you know. And, and, and especially with the gays, they'll be like, oh, so. Child, they think they're better than us. You know, you know how they do. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, you know, you could, but you know, eventually, you may need that big security guard. You know, eventually, you know, <laughs> when that happens. Yeah, if I keep getting scratched, I'm a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want you getting hurt now. Uh, I'm gonna take one more, and then I'm gonna go ahead and close it out. Uh, I hope they still have the question. They they came in really early with this question. Uh, area code four zero four, last four of the phone number. It's four eight four zero. Four zero four. They're from Atlanta. Last four is four eight four zero. You are on the line with Mike and the Freaky Boys. Please state your name, where you're calling from, and your question or comment, please. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? This is Mimi Deloria Mendoza. Hi, Mimi. Hi, Mimi. My parents. Hi, what am I? What am I? <laughs> Hi, Terrence. Hi, Pierre. Hey, what's up, Hello. baby? It's nice to meet y'all. I've actually had an opportunity to listen to your music a few years back because I've seen you guys on YouTube. I would like to say that I was more than more than taken aback by your personalities and your freestyling was on part. I enjoyed it. And I just enjoy your music. I do have two questions, but I want to say something first. Uh with regards, with regards to uh, the Frank Mike, the, the uh, Frank Ocean situation, I I, mm-hmm. I don't want to minimize 
the fact that she came out as bisexual because in today's society, one door open is another one, one less door for the next person to have to open. I know some people think when you say I'm bisexual, it kind of means that I don't want to be associated with being gay. He just so happened to be a guy who likes both men and women, and most people mm-hmm. uh, would ostracize him for that. So I think it was really, really courageous for him to step out and come out as bisexual. Um, the one question I really would like to ask is, who is it that you guys uh, followed as far as music and rap-wise? Like, what what rap artists inspired you all? And, you know, I was going to ask, did you all do any social awareness music? But when I heard one like to live, I say, well, yeah, they do. It's like Tupac, and I, I appreciate it and I applaud that <laughs> because I, I, I look at your music as being fun and, and entertaining, and I hadn't heard one like to live yet. Your music is really fun and entertaining, and I enjoy that. And, and, and with regards to people ran about, rather you speak about sex, all music has sexual undertones. I don't think people should even make that, a, make that a, an issue at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a very good point. Um, this is Pierre speaking, and um, I, I always get my influence from my struggle. I always tell people, me and Terrence, we didn't have it all growing up. We're from the west side of Chicago. We lived in poverty. Like, it was horrible. Like, we went to school on the west side of Chicago, and, like, our high schools were literally like the schools off Lean On Me, if you've ever seen that movie. Mm. So I, I connect very well with artists that came from a struggle. Like, Tupac, Biggie, like, when I see your struggle and I see how hard you work for, I instantly connect with you because I know, I know how it is. Like, Nikki. Like she's killing it right now, and she, and she, you know, she had a a come up. She had a real come up, and people don't know that me and Terrence have a real come up. You might see us as gay artists, and you see us having fun, but people don't know how hard it was, like how we struggled through high school, through college. Like we we didn't have it. we we didn't have anything. I'm not gonna say you it. We didn't have a damn. Well, we made what we had work. Yeah, and we, we made it through college, and, we like, we struggled. And thank God we're the freaky boys. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, okay. I want to say, I don't, see you, I don't see you guys as gay rappers. I only see you all as rappers who happens to be gay. Oh, and so I, I, I really wish people would uh, try to eliminate referring to you all as gay rappers because there are many rappers out there who are gay and who, who are, are gay. gay who not put that, who, yeah, they are very gay, but they don't make that part of who they are because your sexuality does right. not define you. Your talent does, and you guys are very talented. Well, thank you so very much, Mimi, darling. Mimi was a... Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Mimi was a... Um, was on my show. Uh, you guys should check, check it out. She was on my show a couple... Weeks, well, about a month or so ago, she was on there with T.S. Madison, you know, the big dick bitch. And oh my God, that is my favorite girl in the world. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'll send the link so you guys. Will, California for like here. a whole month, and I was so devastated that I didn't get to see her because I was so busy working. Oh, yeah, she's she's a, she's an awesome she's an awesome lady. But I had a show with. Uh, I think it was like six transgender ladies. I think it was maybe six of them, and she was one of them. Huh? I said I remember. I saw I follow her like everything that she does. So I saw her posting it on her. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, they had they had maybe like eight thousand, eight or nine thousand streams or whatever. So they did really good. But um, but thank you so much, Mimi. I greatly appreciate it. And of course, you know, um, I introduced you. I don't think we talked about it though. You know, I introduced you guys as the gay rap duo because that's what you know what you guys are. But you know, again, I have hopes. And I definitely do believe that, you know, eventually you will just be know, known as a, a rap duo. Um, that, that should, I'm sure, is one of your goals. Um, and that, you know, you just happen to rap about what you, what you know about, you know, and that being the lifestyle, what you do on daily, and, you know, what, you, what you've been through in your struggle. So um, I think that's it. No one else had any questions. So what I'm going to do at this point, guys, is I'm going to go ahead and um, close out the show and just hold that dial for me. All right. Thank you again to the Freaky Boys, Parents, a.k.a. T.T. Got It, and Pierre, a.k.a. Peeweezy, for taking the time out of their busy schedules to sit down and speak with me on tonight. I thoroughly enjoyed the interview, guys, and I'm so glad that I was able to expose our LGBTQ community to two talented guys who definitely have a movement and are perfectly capable of becoming rap phenomenons in the music industry. But guess what? They cannot do it without our support. So please continue to support these lovely individuals, okay? You guys can follow them on IG, that's Instagram, Official Freaky Boys, Twitter, The Freaky Boys, or like their page on Facebook, Freaky Boys, okay? Here's this week's quote. Don't bring yesterday's worries into today's blessed moments. Sometimes we simply just need to hit the refresh button. Do it while you still have the chance. Until next time, guys, be blessed.